Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to step into your power, find alignment, and create a life that you love using holistic methods, interviews with industry leaders, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host and health and wellness bestie, Amanda Chills, and I'm so proud of you for choosing to step into the root of your power. podcast fam. Thank you so much for listening. None of this would be possible without you. Now, if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, go ahead and share it with them. The more people that are thriving and healing and doing cool things for themselves, the better this entire world is. So, Hello, welcome. We're going to jam today. Uh, Go ahead and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or a comment on YouTube if you are listening there. And if you are looking for one of the ways to reduce stress, I have got a freebie for you. If you head to amandachills.com slash reduce dash stress, you will find it there. All right, y'all, let's party. Hello and welcome, podcast fam, to the week of Thanksgiving. It is 2020. We are living in the time of Rona. For those of you who are listening to this in the distant future, uh, it was wild, but here we are right now. So I wanted to come through and give everyone permission to just do what you need to do to take care of yourself during this time. There are so many things going on in the world and probably going on with you because being a human is messy and stressful and it is also a wild ride. So if you need permission, here it is. Do what you need to do to take care of you, even if it disappoints other people, even if it lets people down, even if people expect differently of you. Your only job here is to do and say and align yourself with things that are true and authentic to you. That's it. That's our job. So along those lines, I have 10 reminders for you slash words of encouragement, probably. You'll have to tell me if they're encouraging or not for Thanksgiving. So let's roll. Number one, you do not need to see family. You don't need to talk to them. You don't need to be in communication with them. You don't need to spend time with them at all if you don't want to. If you don't feel safe, if you don't feel comfortable, if you don't feel supported, you let them know that Amanda says you take care of what you need to take care of. You don't have to be around anyone just because it's what you do or they pressure you or they try and guilt trip you. If you want to see your family, by all means, spend time with them. Virtually, in person, whatever is safest for you guys. But you don't have to. Number two, you define whose family. You don't have to keep a relationship with anyone in your life who doesn't treat you well, who doesn't support you, who doesn't love you, or who abuses you. 
Friends can be family. Animals can be family. Coworkers can be family. Your plants can be family. You define who your family is. Just because you are blood related doesn't mean that you have to do anything. I really um, love to educate people that the whole phrase for blood is thicker than water is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Meaning your chosen family is a much stronger bond than the family that you were born with. Number three, if you decide to see family or if you decide to do anything, set boundaries. No is a complete sentence, my friends. So if you hear nothing that I say today, well, obviously the first one stands. You do whatever it takes to be good to you. But this one, set boundaries. If you want to go see your family, but only for a certain amount of time, let them know, hey, I'm going to be coming through, but I'm only staying for an hour. Or please don't speak about XYZ while I'm there. Or please don't talk about the food I'm eating or politics or my partner or lack of partner or my education or what I'm doing or any of these things. These topics are off limits. These topics are on limits or however you phrase that. How long you'll be staying, what you agree to do while you're there. All of those things are boundary conversations. And here is a pro tip. When you set them, probably whoever you're setting them with, if they're not used to you setting boundaries, will fuss and they will hem and they will haw and they will complain. And then they'll stop. Which is the most beautiful part of it is when you set a boundary and they learn that because you keep that boundary, there's no point in fighting. So set that boundary, my friend, whatever it looks like for you. Number four, one of my favorites, take this time to rest. This year has been something, <laughs> but I bet it took some energy out of you. Um, everyone I speak to right now has been slowing down, and I think that has been a wonderful change for a lot of people who are so used to being busy and using their busy as a badge of honor and a way to avoid their life. So slow down, rest, take time for you, whatever that looks like. For me, it's naps. Like, listen, your girl loves naps, <laughs> whether it's 20 minutes or three hours. One of my favorite things to do is to sleep. My family actually makes fun of me for it. Like, that's how much I love naps. Um, basically I'm like a hairless cat. The other thing cats are good at setting boundaries. You ever pet a cat when they don't want to be pet? They are digging their claws into your skin and they're like, no, am ever, I told you. You're also allowed to do that. Number five, breathe. Take a deep breath. Take many even deep breaths anytime that you need to. The first thing we do when we're born is take a big old breath and then scream into the abyss. You're also allowed to scream into the abyss. Maybe don't scream into the potatoes, 
but definitely scream into the abyss. I support you 100%. Actually, if you're going to do that, go ahead and tag me in a video on Instagram, at Amanda underscore chills, C-H-I-L-S. I definitely want to see it happen. Number six, try not to take things personally. What other people think about you, say about you, feel about you, very often has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. For example, if someone is miserable, guess what they're now trying to make you? Miserable. If someone is happy, I bet they're trying to make you happy. So it kind of goes both ways. But if someone... <sighs> Sorry, that's a yawn. I'm recording this at like 10 o'clock at night because your girl sometimes is really good at procrastinating. But that's here nor there. So back to try not to take things personally. Remember that everyone is fighting their old own battles. Even your racist aunt and uncle are a product of their extremely stupid conditioning. But here we are. It's not personal. Set boundaries where you need to and let the rest go. Breathe through it and then rest afterwards. Number seven, if you're like me, uh, you're probably going to eat a lot of food which is lovely. Nourish your body, feed your body, make your body happy, but also move your body. Work on mobility. Get in a workout. Now you don't have to, right? This is not the conversation where it says you have to earn your meal. Absolutely not. You don't have to earn a damn thing that you want to put in your body. But our body feels good when we move it. Our body feels good when we sweat a little. Just make sure that what you're doing is in the realm of ordinary for you. Even a walk after you eat helps with your glycemic load after eating. It actually helps you work through carbs. So 15 minute walk for the win after that pumpkin pie, or if you're like me, um, pecan pie. What a pecan pie, people. It's my fave. Well, it's David's fave. My favorite, probably apple pie. Anyway, now we're talking about pie. The point is move your body. Number eight. We're almost through this list. Practice perspective. Oh, y'all. Those hands are legit. Practice perspective taking. What I mean by that is everyone sees their own version of the truth. It's kind of like arguing with a flat earther. They don't care what you have to say. They just want to drag you into an argument. So if someone tells me the earth is flat, I'm just like, boy, how do you write? In whatever reality you live in, but like not this one. But yeah, you go with that flat earth. You know what? You just run right off the edge of it. By all means, don't argue with someone's perspective because they are not going to change their mind. Save your energy. Now we're back to number four. Rest. Number three, set boundaries. Number five, breathe. Number nine, connect with your loved ones. Just like you get to define family, you get to decide who you spend time with if you are around family. You don't have to spread your time around to everyone. You can allow your time to be monopolized by one person simply because you like that person. Number 10, Thanksgiving is a valuable tool all year. 
A gratitude practice literally rewires your brain to be more positive. When you have a positive perspective, things tend to go better, right? You ever been shopping for a new car and you're like, oh man, I think I'm gonna do a Jeep Wrangler. And suddenly, that's one of my dream cars, y'all. So listen, if anybody wants to sponsor me and buy me a yellow 90s Jeep Wrangler, please message me on Instagram. I would love to talk to you. But so let's say you're starting, you know, you're thinking about buying a Jeep Wrangler. Suddenly you are seeing Jeep Wranglers every heffin' where. Why? Your brain is looking for it. Which is how a gratitude practice becomes very important. If you are always looking for something to be grateful for, and guess what? You're going to find a lot more stuff to be grateful for. If you're always looking for problems or something to complain about, well, guess what? You're going to find a lot more stuff to complain about. You get to choose what your perspective is, right? Now we're back to practice perspective taking. Assume positive intent. Assume ignorance if the choice is ignorance or malice. Obviously, assume realistically, but do your best to give thanks all year. Be grateful all year. Even if life is so tough right now, and I know that's a lot of people, there are still things to be grateful for. For example, you're listening to this dope podcast. I am glad that you are here. I am glad that you can fight another day or even just survive another day. Some days we don't fight, we just rest. I'm glad for you, my loving audience, and probably my mom who's listening to this. So, what up, mom? Tell me what you're grateful for. If you're listening to this, take a screenshot, post it on the Insta. I'd love to see who's listening. And then tell me a thing that you're grateful for. Mine is you, my lovely, lovely podcast fam. Obviously, Madge and Kitty. There's a whole lot more things, but we'll stop there. Enjoy your Thanksgiving week. Take care of yourself. And I will see you next week for a fabulous interview. All right, y'all be good.